Welcome to the Better Roadways podcast, where we explore innovative solutions and ideas for improving our roads and transportation systems. I'm your host, James Golden, and in each episode, we'll dive deep into the challenges facing our communities and the creative ways that people and companies are working to make our roads safer, more efficient, and more sustainable. From cutting edge technology to grassroots initiatives, we'll explore it all. So buckle up and join us as we travel down the road to a better future on the Better Roadways podcast. Okay, on this episode, we're going to talk about network optimization, backlog, things like that. You know, what does this really mean? You know, so first and foremost, here's what I'd like to tell you. If your approach to measuring or quantifying your backlog is simply taking a look at how many centerline lane uh, of pavement you've got out there, roadways um, is a pretty popular case right here. Uh, I got 100 centerline miles of roadway. And if you translate that into square yards and you're simply saying, well, I've got all this pavement out there. I know it's $15 a square yard to bring it all up to 100. That's my backlog. I want you to think a little bit differently because while that's true in theory, right? That's not the reality, is it? Because you would never go out and spend $15 a square yard on a pavement that's in good condition, that's in excellent condition. So here's what you have to start thinking about optimization. When you think of optimization, what does that truly mean? It's getting the best bang for your buck and getting the performance that you desire. Performance, another key word, key indicator. Uh, The best way to identify what type of performance we can achieve is, again, going back to one of my previous videos, success leaves clues, taking a look at how things are performing. How are we doing, right? Constantly grading yourself. And I get it. You know, I connect with a lot of these public works directors, city engineers, you know, out here in pavement management land or project managers on the A&E side of all this stuff. And they're a little worried because we're talking about accountability here. If I start documenting my processes, if I start trying and taking a couple risks on some preventive maintenance or preservation activities, you know, it's, it's, well, what if it doesn't work? What if it fails? The reality is, what if it does work? What if it does, you know, provide a success story? And, and again, going back to that previous video, Success leaves clues. Go network and find the case study and employ it and do it over and over again. Measure your results. That's how you're going to optimize your network. You can't optimize your roadway network, your funding, your taxpayer dollars, your general funds, your match funds. You can't optimize if you're doing worst to first. In other words, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't go out here and do worst to first. And on top of that, talk about how you're optimizing your road network just because you spent a few more dollars this year. That's not what we're talking about here, okay? So performance, how are we gonna optimize and measure the backlog accurately? I believe it starts with the proper inventory and condition assessment. Go back to that pavement management 101 video I've done uh, at some point. You know, I don't know what that point is depending on when this uh, airs or launches, but you know, you have to understand if you've got a good solid inventory, you know what you've got, where it's at, and you know what condition it's in, you can start qualifying every roadway for the proper preventive or preservation or rehabilitation, you know? As much as we love optimization and pavement management land, we're naive to think that we we can forego doing mill and overlays. Everything has a place. Everything's got a place, but you have to employ it all for optimization. You can't simply sit back and spend another 20% of your budget towards bad roadways and expect an amazing result. Just not gonna happen, is it? So again, optimization, identifying the backlog appropriately, Take a look at 
condition categories. If you get a zero to 100 scale, I challenge you break that into say five condition categories at 20 PCI breakpoints, right? Take a look through networking with those around you that are already employing these types of preventive and preservation activities. Talk to the contractors, believe it or not, Yes, they want to make a sale. Of course, everyone wants to make a sale. But if you find the right contractor, they will lead from a position of value. And that value will help lead you to a better decision-making process, a data-driven decision process, right? And that's what's important. Ask the hard questions. Go look for the real results, okay? If you're interested in microsurfacing, for example, in, as part of your optimization plan, don't go look at a roadway that was microsurfaced last week Go look at a roadway that was microsurfaced five years ago, seven years ago. That's about the life expectancy, by the way, everybody, about five to seven years in there. So if you're looking at a micro that was done 10, 12 years ago and it looks bad, of course it looks bad. That's because that individual abandoned the program. They abandoned the process. That road was not designed to have a wearing course to last 12 years. It was five to seven. Think of all this logically. If you can identify the breakpoints, you know, maybe it's reju rejuvenation in the 9100 scale, crack fill program in the 80 to 90s, microsurfacing, slurries, chip seals, and that say 65, 75 to upwards of an 80 PCI. Maybe employ some cape seals, you know, in that 60 PCI and up. And then of course, you're milling and overlay strategies at 50 and below. Take a look at that, measure the result, you'll find the opportunities, you'll find what your optimization strategy will truly look like. Until the next one.